Uh, all right. Is this uh, home title lock? Okay. Home title lock. Our to- home's titles are online now. And, uh, you know, if a criminal accesses your title, what they do is they forge them and they can take out loans against your property. They can get you kicked out of your house. It's happened to a lot of people. And this is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. So w- what do you do? do you, have you ever checked your home's title to see if you still have, have uh, control of it? My guess is no, because you're, you know, an, a, a person with a life. Uh, but Home Title Lock, they don't have any lies over there. They just, they don't care. All they do all day is check your home's title. And they do. They dedicate themselves to making sure that you're protected from this crime, which, if you get hit with it, destroys your financial future. Home Title Lock can help shut all of this down. And it's what they do. They do it better than everyone else because they're obsessed with it. So don't risk this. Uh, make sure you protect yourself with Home Title Lock. How do you know if some criminal hasn't already taken over your, the title of your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up and get 30 risk-free days of protection. When you use the promo code BECK at HomeTitleLock.com, it's HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK, HomeTitleLock.com. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, I don't know about you, but I heard about this brilliant maneuvering by the Republicans. Whoa! I mean, they had everything going in their favor everything going in their favor and then they walk in and they say mr president we're not giving you anything not one thing we're gonna give you about 4.3 trillion things that's what we're gonna do and he was boy he buckled under and uh boy he just joe biden he lost this one. Thank you, Mr. McCarthy. I think that was fantastic. It, I mean, or not at all. But we'll talk about that coming up in just a second. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm always for a good steak. Yeah, I know it's the middle of the morning, but you could put eggs on and, uh, and a giant juicy steak. And if you judge me, you're no friend of mine. If you don't judge me, join me. Uh, I would like to try, uh, try to um, change breakfast from, you know, bacon and eggs just right to steak. I don't care if you even add egg. You could have Fruit Loops or just bowls of sugar with it. As long as you have a steak, that, that's healthy. And I'm a doctor, man. Okay? I'm a doctor. Now, you want to stay with your traditional bacon and eggs? They got that, too, at Good Ranchers. Great, great meat. Great uh, pork bacon, you name it, fish, they have it, and it's all from America. (laughs) I know, who knew we did that anymore? Goodranchers.com, goodranchers.com. Right now, if you use the promo code BECK, you'll save $30 off any uh, any box. It's Good Ranchers. You can feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat that you're putting on the grill and on your plate. It is 
yummy stuff. Oh, and by the way, I know this inflation is just transitory. It'll never go up from here, especially anything coming from a farm. If you're uh, doing business with Good Ranchers, your price is locked in. GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Wow. So, Stu, I don't know. Have you ever seen anything quite like this uh, with the Democrats? I mean, other than every other thing that they've ever done. <laughs> yeah, it's a shocker. Yeah. Uh, I was really stunned by the outcome. I'm going to make a... And by the way, it's not even over yet, we should uh, point out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna make a, a prediction that if this stands, th- that Donald Trump has just won the primary. Because... Who's going to vote for a Democrat or a Republican? Who is going to vote for a Republican? I mean, I'll vote for the Republicans that I know now are standing against it. Ted Cruz, Chip Roy, Mike Lee, among those, the Freedom Caucus. I'm sh- I mean, I have not seen DeSantis in his uh, position on this, but I would not assume that he'd no, no, be no, in favor of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying he would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm saying is when you don't trust the Republicans – you want somebody you know will just go throw bombs into the Republicans, you know, House and Senate. And I don't mean literal bombs. <laughs> we He's have to the make guy sure. who behind the target bombing, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I uh, so you're saying, I, 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 tell me if I'm right on this. Your theory is essentially people will be, are so frustrated at the outcomes of these things where Republicans give up all their leverage and, and fold. Every time. There will be an anti-establishment Republican yeah, I, back, I told, and that will lead to Donald Trump I told winning. Everyone who would listen to me in Washington this last year, right after the election, you lose, you lose, possibly forever, if you don't do the things that you're saying you're going to do. No tricks, no illusions. You have to actually do it, and you have to do it every time. Otherwise, you fail. Nobody's going to nobody's going to trust you because they don't trust you now. And I don't think you win another election. So is it just a, a, a feeling sort of thing that people will just be so frustrated with it? They'll just go to Trump because they see him as the as the anti-establishment guy, yeah. even after he was yeah. president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just There's not a, he's yeah. not a part of that. I think there would be pushback by some uh, that might note, you know, Donald Trump did a lot of really good things. But oh, I, I will I say agree. spending not a strong suit. No, it wasn't. The the spending stuff was not. I'm not saying that. Uh, What I'm saying is the Democrats themselves, or the Republicans themselves. See, I keep mixing (laughs) them up. It's hard to tell them apart. It's hard to tell them apart. Uh, (laughs) The Republicans themselves have such, you know, last week, I was even saying, when's the last time you heard me talk nicely about Republicans? Uh, Very rarely. And you've been doing it a little bit recently. I have been. Why? Because McCarthy played this so well the whole time. He had them. He had them. And you, I think correctly, but you are saying they just didn't get enough out of this. I mean, they got something you could argue. What? 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 They they put a cap on spending at 1% for the next six years. So let's not go back to where we were. And you can still grow the government. But only by 1%. Mm-hmm. How about we go back to 2019? And, and let's be, I mean, look, 
I don't want to be, you know, some people will call me a little uh, skeptical and maybe a little pessimistic, but those cuts are not lasting. No. The ones where they say they're going to be, well, we're just going to keep it this way until 2029. Yeah, right. In 2025, they'll just come out and pass not only the increases they wanted, but more increases and retroactively pass the, the dollars they didn't get if they actually cut any. But I mean, I think you could look at stuff like they reclaimed uh, some COVID money that was supposed to be spent on COVID and wasn't, and they were able to claw that back. You know, there were they raised one of the, the work requirements for some food stamp stuff from 50 to 54. Like, there's stuff like that in there that you could say, okay, I mean, and that's a not moderate gonna, improvement. We're not going to, you know. Not even a moderate, ba- a tiny improvement. We're not going to bail out those, uh, those people that went to school and took out those big loans. We're not going to do it until all the way in August. <laughs> wow. So, like, I... If you were to say, like, let's say, like, I don't even know what their scenario is. Maybe, you know, six months ago when there was no pressure on this and they just wanted to get it out of the way and they said, look, we'll go along with a, with a debt ceiling increase if you give us a few things so we can say we got to win. That's kind of how I thought this would turn out at, at the end anyway, right? Like where like Republicans would get a couple things because they do have some leverage. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't really amount to much, but they would be able to come to us and say that it was a win. That may have worked six months ago, but when you go down this entire route and you have Janet Yellen coming out and saying the deadline, the X date is you know June 1st or June 5th, it's really close. You have all this leverage and you go through this whole thing and you're winning. The American people in poll after poll after poll are saying, uh, we can't. Don't raise, don't, the, don't raise it. Don't, don't raise it, it unless you have real cuts. And you get all the way to the, uh, you're on the Indianapolis 500 and you're coming around that final corner and then you just turn the car off. And it's like, and you, it just doesn't seem like they got anything out of this in comparison to what was available. You know, I would, I've said this before, I would take a trade in which the only thing Republicans got was the Reigns Act. Yeah. That's it. No spending well, cuts at gone. all. Kick that's it off to gone. 2025. It was in the original gone. deal. Just get that one gone. thing that would change the structure of government and gone. really improve it. And no, no, they kicked that no. out. No, and it didn't. Would have changed the structure. It would have restored yeah. the structure change of it, our government. Right. Change it from what it is now to something that looks like I don't know America, <laughs> the and, Constitution. And that was, you know, something that was was one of the first things they tossed. You know, all the climate stuff they had in there that was all gone. All of this stuff got, you know, all the stuff that would have really made a difference was gone. And what what happened was. You have stuff like, well, they saved, what was it, $20 billion on the COVID thing that they supposedly clawed back. We'll yeah, see supposedly. what happens with that. I'm yeah. not going to get a dime of that back, Len? I don't think I'm going to get no. a dime of that back. And I don't want a dime of that back because it was funny money it in the first right. place. Exactly. Just burn it. <laughs> exactly. Give it back to the people we borrowed it from. So is that better than like whatever it was going to go, whatever slush fund it was going to go to? No. Uh, I mean, you know maybe what? The 1% a- in military spending wipes that out. Exactly. Like 10 times and over. And they will pass 10 things before the end of the year that wipe out all that savings. Correct. So, like, and none of it really makes a difference, but they're going to be able to come and say they got something, which, yeah, I don't know. except they didn't cut the uh, green subsidies in the Inflation Reduction Act. Nope. So, we got, we got that going. That is the mm. most destructive bill in American history. Let me say that again. It's the most destructive bill in American history. That's quite a statement. It's the most destructive bill in American history. And 
They did nothing. They did nothing. Really? Nothing? Nothing. Thank you, Republicans, for nothing. See, my my problem was, I thought, I'm going to give them another chance. I'm going to give them another chance. No, uh uh-uh. Nope, not going to give them another chance. Nope, nope. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you and good night, everybody. You should just you should just let McCarthy and the Republicans like Mitt Romney, who was like, this is the greatest deal ever. Didn't give them anything. Really? Nothing. Ha. Huh. OK, so spending is frozen at fiscal year 2022 levels. What? 20, 2022 levels. Okay. All right. And it doesn't look like there's a dollar limit to the debt ceiling uh, increase that comes with that. So. Because that's a confusing one, right? So there's two options, I guess, to raising the debt ceiling. One is changing the number. And two is basically, hey, we're going to ignore this law until this date. Is that what they did? They did the second one? We're just going to ignore this law until this date, basically. We've passed a new law that will ignore the, the old law until a specific date. Right. And so there's no cap at the top. Mm. No cap. And no, by the way, no cap. Yeah. And Do I you sh- think these people understand <laughs> that? It's like, we're going to be super responsible with that. I mean, Glenn, there's not even a thought about actually just staying under it. No. Right? There's no... You can have a bunch of different kind of debt ceilings, right? You can have a debt ceiling that I think most people have, which is, hey, our debt ceiling is we spend less than we take in. <laughs> right. That's a debt ceiling. Right. Right? And that's what we try I'm to I'm going to go crazy and say, spend everything that you take in, but you don't spend more than you take okay. in. Okay. That's another kind that's of debt ceiling. That's a crazy ceiling. one. But that's even reasonable. Then you might have a debt ceiling and say, hey, we took out uh, three credit cards and the spending limit is 30000 and we need to stay under that. We can't go past our limit. We're not going to take out new credit cards. That's another kind of debt limit. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not the kind that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. The debt limit they're requesting is one that every single time they get near it just gets higher. That's not a debt ceiling. It's nothing. It's just a, a, just a, a, just a bunch of nothing. In fact, there's even one in between there, which is where I think we're what we kind of have now, which is we're definitely going to take out a new credit card. But when we get close to that credit card, let's discuss our future plans a little bit. We're going to get a new one, but let's discuss our future plans. Let's negotiate a little bit and try to figure out maybe we can trim some costs. And then we get up to there and we don't do it. And it, it turns into what the Democrats want as a debt ceiling, wow. which is just a constant, wow. like a subscription service for new credit cards. They have they just a come point. every year. Everyone. Why even ask? Let's just have Visa send us a new car. With not a new a limit visa, every it's year. not a Visa. It is an Amex black card <laughs> that you can put anything on and they don't call you. No preset spending. No preset spending limit. And by the way. Uh, they do have a plan. Oh, okay. okay. They talked about it. We need those 87,000 new IRS agents. And the Republicans stood up and went, no, I think you're right. Wow. This is, whew. they care about you. 
I am so mad about this. Trying to get Chip Roy on this morning. Mike Lee is Mike Lee is pissed, which is like, I'm very angry right now. <laughs> We're going to talk to him. Uh, I, I couldn't help myself. Mitt Romney tweeted something yesterday and blood shot out of my eyes. So I, I, I had to say, so I don't even remember what it was that I tweeted back at him. But uh, <clears throat> I am going to be so happy to help anyone running against Mitt Romney. Anyone. I will take an old shoe or a dog that has been strapped to the roof of Mitt Romney's car. I, whatever. That's a very good deal. I'm very proud of us. Okay. Thank you, Mitt. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. I mean, you know, you don't have a horse and buggy in uh, the garage at home. You might wish you did. Nope. Uh-uh. We won't be able to grow the, the, the hay and the oats to feed him. So forget that. Anyway, um, when your car goes down, uh, it's going to cost you a lot of money to repair. And you're going to have to repair it or sell it broken down. And then what? Buy a used car that's twice the money? <laughs> I mean, this sucks, Right. If you have CarShield, you're not going to be put in that situation. CarShield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts, more parts than ever before. And I highly recommend you get catastrophic uh, uh, insurance for your car. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, no extra cost. And your price, once you lock it in, it'll never go up. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. CarShield. CarShield.com. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 20%. 10 seconds, station ID. Ah. Just heard Chip Roy is uh, ready for us at the top of three. I don't know if he's passionate. I don't know if he'll have anything to say. Where are all the Republicans like him? Doesn't seem like there's a lot of them. There's few. Uh, there's few. But I, there are a few. There's a few. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chip has been great on this stuff and he's been, you know, very outspoken. He doesn't care. He occasionally will take views that piss off his own side which is something i really appreciate mm-hmm. from uh from politicians and he just does not seem to be care does not seem to care about the consequences uh mm-hmm. with this standing among uh you know washington he does elites. not he doesn't care, care. He, he just doesn't does what care. he thinks is right he and doesn't care he might agree with it he might not agree with it every time that's what i want i want somebody yeah. i want okay somebody like davy crockett who you know uh, or yeah davy crockett that said you know to hell with the rest of you. I'm going to Texas. And he said that to Congress in Congress from the floor. <laughs> yeah. To hell with the rest of you. I'm going to Texas. I want that kind of guy. By the way, uh, you know, we wouldn't have this problem if we, I don't know, knew the foundations of our country. We knew that we have to build our house on stone and rock, solid rock and not on sand. That's what uh, this summer's museum is all about. There are, uh, I'm making an announcement here of a second uh, city 
Uh, first one is in St. George. Uh, we've sold almost 10,000 tickets now. Uh, and we're almost, we're reaching the max. So if you want to go in St. George, you got to get your tickets. Um, it'll take you about 90 minutes to get through the museum. I'll be there. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be great. And it runs for about 10 days and then that's it. And then on July 7th and 8th, so we close down July 4th and pack everything back up and we're trucking it up to a little teeny town in uh, Idaho called Dayton. And we're holding it at their public school, their gym, because it's the biggest building they have. Uh, and I'm trying to help them uh, with their building fund and a, also a public library, help them build that. So that is July 7th and 8th. Uh, there's a private dinner on both nights, only about 40 people uh, on each night. So it'll be you and me. Um, there are tours. I'm going to be doing... Um, a lot of uh, a lot of these tours myself. So make sure you get your tickets again. That's Dayton, Idaho, Dayton, Idaho. Did I say Dayton, Ohio? I hope not. Dayton, Idaho, uh, July 7th and 8th. Get your tickets now. These are going to sell out really quickly. Um, UnitedWePledge.org. So it's in uh, southern Idaho. UnitedWePledge.org. Not making any money on any of this. Of course, it does end in a gift shop, and all that money is going to buy more things for the museum. <laughs> of course, it is. Uh, ask, but, ask Tanya about this. She knows any purchase made in any relation to this program is going to buy, buy Glenn more documents. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the she's not real happy. Beck family she's policy. like, you better sell a lot of T-shirts, Mister. <laughs> but all of the ticket sales are going to um, United We Pledge in St. George, which is this great project. Uh, around liberty and then um, to help build a library and school in this other small town. And then it going back into the vault, and I don't know when it will come back out again. But uh, check it out, unitedwepledge.org. Get your tickets right now. They will sell out quickly. And just to clarify, just go to any local Dayton. Is that the way this works? Uh, no. No, it has no. to be a specific Dayton? Dayton, Idaho. Okay. Dayton, Idaho. So... If you're anywhere in Idaho, make sure you join us this summer, uh, the weekend right after the 4th of July. And in St. George, some tickets are still available the week before 4th of July. Uh, you can get those all at the same place, unitedwepledge.org. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, so uh, John lives in Kansas. Did I tell you that uh, Chip Roy is joining us in a half hour? He was just trying We. We're trying to get a tranquilizer dart into him just to bring him down just a little bit. He'll be joining us, uh, uh, Mike Lee, next. Uh, John lives in Kansas. A few uh, years ago, he had a back injury. He was Every single day, he was in pain, trying a number of different things to make it go away, dull it down, but nothing worked. Fortunately, John listens to this program. Good taste, John. You know what you're doing. Anyway, he heard a certain very handsome, probably the smartest guy he's ever, ever listened to, his words, not mine, kind of. John was skeptical at this point um, because he had been living with his back pain for years. He decided to give it a try, order the three-week quick start. Well, son of a gun, that radio man turned out to be a genius. He said he feels better than he did before his injury. Am I right or am I right? Right? Good heavens, man, I'm a doctor. 
Go get Relief Factor now. Try the three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number four, Relief. ReliefFactor.com, 800, the number four, Relief. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Now, I want... I want you to, if you're on the side of the road, pull over. Uh, and I want you to notice the man who uh, the uh, the Tribune in his own state, a rag of a newspaper, says, He's just out of control. He is a, he's an extremist. <laughs> is coming on the air here in just a minute. And uh, you're going to see him flaming angry. <laughs> this is the extremist flaming angry version of Senator Mike Lee. Hello, Mike. Hey, Glenn. I'm just <laughs> foaming at the mouth here, just getting ready. To, you know, I've got to live up to the hype after yeah, I, that intro. I know. <laughs> and usually a flaming, angry extremist starts with, hey, Glenn. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Mike, I know you are really upset, and I am as well. I think um, the GOP, I, I've told you this for a long time, you guys have to hit it out of the park before this next election. Otherwise, the Republicans are done. I gave McCarthy the benefit of the doubt. I thought he was playing it well. What the hell happened, Mike? What happened? Yeah, you know, look, the Republicans in the House got off to a really good start, and that was very complimentary of Speaker McCarthy when they passed the Limit Save Grow Act. It had a lot of really good reforms in it. Now, I I don't think any of us um, uh, had any certainty that it would end up becoming law that way. We knew it would have to go through a set of negotiations and we would end up with something perhaps slightly less than what the Limit Save Grow Act proposed. Well, not perfect. That 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 bill was something I was eager, willing, and, and ready to support uh, and, and could have supported even something a little less than that. Hold but on, Mike. Passed, hold on, hold on. Hold on just a second. Take a breath. Try to reel yourself back in. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this for anybody who ever says, hey, he's an extremist. This is him hot. <laughs> so go ahead. So go ahead, Mike. Sometimes, people, sometimes I have to interpret people that when I say this could have been better for me, that means this is absolutely horrible. And, and you know, a lot of my colleagues would be using uh, words that begin with an F. Right. And, uh, uh, and you use really mad. Right. You um, use the H word as in horrible. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes even heck. Yeah. Uh, that, that's been known to happen, too. But look, this thing. Um, the Limit Save Grow Act, as passed by the House, would have saved one point, or would have raised the debt ceiling by one point five trillion dollars, and it would have saved in year one alone something in the neighborhood of about a trillion dollars in the, just the first year. So, uh, depending on which accounting method you used, it was a, a, either a little under, or a little over a trillion saved in the first year alone, and would have saved uh, about five trillion over the ten-year budget window. But the New Deal just suspends the debt ceiling uh, until January 1st of 2025. And many people are estimating that that means a $4 trillion debt ceiling increase. Mm -hmm. There are other people 
Uh, some on the House are now saying that it might actually be closer to $6 trillion. Nobody knows for sure. What the hell? What, what happened? What happened? Well, I mean, you know, no RAINS Act. I would take this exact thing if you gave me the RAINS Act. Yeah, I, I, I think I could go there as well. The exact same thing, even with as weak as the other protections are. If they threw in the RAINS Act, I, I could probably go there. But they took out the RAINS Act and substituted it for a, a regulatory pay-as-you-go measure, uh, which sounds pretty nice at the outset, in se- Section 263 of the bill, until you get to Section 265 of the bill that makes clear that the director of OMB, in his own unlimited discretion, reviewable discretion, can Jeez. waive it. So it doesn't, doesn't really do anything. What? It claims to have an automatic CR to cut spending by 1% if, a, if uh, spending bills aren't agreed to. But when you read the fine print on that, as I've done, it doesn't do that. It gives Congress a three-month uh, waiting period in which to enact an omnibus to get around the 1% cut altogether. Mm. So frankly, Glenn, I, it's a, there's, there's not a whole lot of give here. If this is a quid pro quo, as any negotiation between Republicans and Democrats should be, there's, there's a whole lot of quid and not much quo. And we got kind of screwed here. So why? how is he defending this? Why are others defending this? I mean, what, what happens next, Mike? Is it over? Or have they no, just reversed the situation to where now the Democrats have the high ground and we again are trying to defend a hill that is just going to get bloody and we'll just get smeared. Yeah, that's the thing is that we had achieved a lot of high ground. Uh, public opinion was starting to cut in our favor on this. And had he been able to hold out for just even a few more days, I think the negotiating posture would have improved substantially. And I think the big mistake here was moving forward with this without consulting actual conservatives who actually wanted to cut a lot of actual unnecessary spending and otherwise bring about pro-growth policies and instead decided to just uh, rely on the uniparties to do the work for them, which has become an all too easy and common tactic here. And perhaps he believed, I, you know, look, I like Speaker McCarthy. I really do. And I, I've appreciated the fact that he has tried to keep me up to date on, on a lot of this stuff. I think he genuinely believes that this stuff will do more than it will. But I have this nasty habit, Glenn, of insisting on reading the operative language before I'm asked to vote on it. And I've read it, and I don't think this does what he thinks it does. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, so uh, so is there, a, is there a battle between the Republicans? And can it, I mean, I would assume the, the Democrats are all going to vote for this. They say they're angry, but they're not. Um, you know, they get unlimited spending. They get they get whatever they want, really. Um, uh, so are they are the Democrats going to be united in this in the end? And uh, or, or is there a chance that the Democrats will split on this and the Republicans will split? And so there's nothing that happens. Yeah, well, well, it's it's dangerous business to speak for any other member of Congress. I will predict right now that you'll end up seeing this uniting Democrats in a way that it will not unite Republicans. Correct. I think you, you, you may well, uh, you're likely to have more Democrats vote for this in both chambers than Republicans. Uh, but regardless, uh, this is something that will have the support of a lot of Democrats. It will definitely have the support 
of more Democrats in the Senate than it has Republicans. And uh, that should tell us something. Look, elections are supposed to have consequences and they should matter here. We're negotiating this almost as if uh, we hadn't just taken control of one House of Congress, which we had, and almost as if there hadn't been a big debate specifically on this type of legislation. Uh, which which there was and which was supposed to lead to a better result. The other thing, Glenn, is what frustrates me about this is he's acting as if we really are under the gun, as if we have to do we're this not. or Armageddon is going to ensue. But, you know, we're just we Secretary Yellen has now magically uh, affirmed that the true X date in her uh, judgment is now June 5th. It was June 1st, just a few days ago. Then she moved it to June And that's a lie, Mike. She would, and the president would have to say, we're not paying and and prioritizing what bills. They would choose to default. It wouldn't happen because of of any negotiation. They would have to choose to default. Am I right or wrong? You you are right. And it's also true. That there are a number of, of financial analysts and policy experts in this area who look at the daily uh, receipts and outlays, uh, budget information put out by the Treasury Department, and say that we might well make it all the way to June 15th without actually running short on anything. And that if we did, uh, the influx of cash that we get from the quarterly tax payments coming coming in on June 15th would be more than enough to take us probably well into, if not to the end of July. No, he's just, I'm not saying we should wait till the end of the line to do this. I've been advocating that we start on this since January. But my point is, why now? Why, I, why is it all of a sudden now that they say, this is imminent, it's immediate, the whole world's going to blow up? That's not true. We're not going to default. Default was never really on the table. It still isn't. So it's better to get this right than to get it done fast under this false pretense that we have to do this immediately. It's just not true. Well, Mike, I thank you for fighting, and I know there's others in the Senate that are fighting against this, um, but I, I think you should make it very clear to all those who, are, who hate Donald Trump that you may have just handed him the, uh, the nomination for the Republican Party because the people, you had one shot, you had one shot, and I think you blew your one shot. Not you, but I'm saying the Republicans blew their one shot. And uh, if they don't pull this one way out of the fire, I would accept this exact deal except with the Reigns Act. That's not good, but it's much better than this. And that only restores government to the way it was supposed to be in the first place. But anyway, I digress. Um, I'm not as calm as you are, Mike. But but at the end of the day, Glenn, this makes me very concerned. Look, I'll I'll support whoever gets the the nomination. Yeah. I I, I wish Donald Trump were still president today. If he's the nominee, I'm happy to support him. I'm happy to support someone else if they do it too. I worry about our ability to elect anyone president of the United States as a Republican. Yep. If we do stuff like this, because when people look at this, they're they're right to ask. No, Republicans like these who need Democrats. You this don't. This is what Democrats do. This is the uniparty in action, and it's wrong. You don't. You didn't hear me say that you just made him president. I said you made him the nominee. Whether any Republican can be uh, can win now 
with a bunch of people like this is beyond me. I don't know who's going to walk through a wall of fire. I don't know who's going to say, no, well, they're doing the right thing. The people at 62% were saying enough of the spending, enough. And you just gave them four to six trillion dollars and no real ceiling. This is good luck. Good luck, Republicans. Good luck. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Glenn. You bet. Thanks for having me up. You bet. Senator Mike Lee. Now, we're going to go to somebody who's known to be a little more reserved, Chip Roy. (laughs) And and we'll see if we can get him ramped up a little bit. Uh, I tried to hold Mike back as much as possible. but uh, I think it's interesting he signaled he'd be open to maybe just doing that Reigns Act version of this instead. Or I don't know if he was saying In 30 seconds, explain the Reigns Act. Uh, basically, we know how these uh, three-letter mm, agencies. Know, agencies come out and just be like, hey, we're changing a rule and it's going to affect our economy by hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. Uh, and they just do that stuff. The Reins Act, one of the things, main things it does is basically makes it so Congress would have to pass it. If they're making a law that's big enough to spend uh, to change the economy by, I think it's over $100 million dollars, it has to go through Congress. Well, the, the, that's all. the latest is uh, on food. Uh, John Kerry was introducing this weekend what we have to do at the farm level. And it is it's going to cause starvation. It will that you will have people who cannot find food all over the world. And this one will hit us as well. The Rains Act would stop that. But thank you, Speaker McCarthy for proving that I was wrong last week and absolutely right about you when you were running. Back in a minute. For years now, big mobile phone companies, uh, like so many corporations in this country, have been dumping millions of dollars of your money into leftist causes. You think you, I told you about Target earlier. Target, given $2 million of your money... To Glisten, which is the, you know, gay and lesbian uh, thing that is just pumping money into our schools. And their main thing is to keep your kids transition secret from you. That was paid for by two million dollars from Target. I'm sick of it. When you have an easy choice, make it. You've already demonstrated it with Bud Light. They're hemorrhaging. Cancel your big tell phones. Cancel them. Sign up with Patriot Mobile. Now, patriotmobile.com slash Beck. We got to support the people who are supporting us. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to give you an address of something. If you want Target uh, to understand, you answer to me, not to BlackRock. Uh, Go to telltargetstop.com. Telltargetstop.com. 
Um, there first, there's lots of things you can do there. First, sign a petition that's going to be delivered to Chip and Joanna Gaines, asking them to use their voice within Target to help restore some sanity. These guys are on our side, I believe. Uh, although Chick-fil-A just came out with their new uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion policy. I don't even understand that, Chick-fil-A. Don't understand it. It's tough because you, for these things to be effective, people have to be united and focused on something. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. Bud Light worked because people were focused on it. Target may work as well for the same reason. Might. But it's a lot harder, I think. Yeah, and it sec- is. And secondarily, I think it is going to be tough if now this week we're supposed to do Chick-fil-A and then next no, week it's something else. I, no. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I, I'm just pointing out that Chick-fil-A is is doing something I don't know, but they're all folding under the yeah. pressure. Mm-hmm. And so let's just focus. Uh, I don't know if it will work with Target, but it's worth a try. Uh, tell TargetStop.com. Go there now. Make sure you're not shopping at Target if you can all uh, help it. Um, the, the You know, I just gave some news. Out of the 30 insurance companies that have signed on to the net zero initiative uh 10 pulled out just last week that's a really big deal the insurance companies are saying you know we're not doing this esg game we're not going to do the net zero thing um they were all on board they're now pulling out and this thing could collapse if we stay strong and we chick, uh, pick and choose who we're going to you know, stop using. And we do it together in lockstep. I got to tell you, you'll change everything. The Glenn Beck Program.